who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yes, and we also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. We want to thank you for listening to us again as we do every Tuesday night. And uh, we do it um, live but we also have a bunch of shows on podcasts. Go to TwinTalkCast.com, click Previous Podcasts, and there it is. Yes, we have a plethora of podcasts, and they're all pretty good, eh? Would you Some... say that I have a plethora of podcasts? <laughs> but, Jefe, <laughs> do you know what, what is a plethora? <laughs> WTF, Jefe. <laughs> Uh, is it that I do not have the same intellect as yourself? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What I, don't, if, I don't memorize movies like you. I eh? love that movie, The Three Amigos. It's a good one. I don't memorize Are gringos, falling from, the, <laughs> are gringos falling from the sky? <laughs> <laughs> yes, el guapo. And no. we thank you for listening, folks. Uh, uh, we are, you are listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We are a show by twins, but not about twins. It's not about us. It's not. It's not. Let's remember that. No, but and and you guys just hang around, listen. You know, we we usually have guests, Collins. Uh, we also have uh, Jackie Casas, and we want to let you know that talk about Collins. You can give us a call at six two six two seven five twin. That's six two six two seven five eight nine four six. We take your calls throughout the show. Uh, any comments, questions, or just rants. Give us a call, 626-275-8946. Also, throughout the show, we read your posts on Facebook. Uh, go to our Facebook wall. Uh, our Facebook page is Twin Talk Show. Friend us. Make comments on the wall. We will read them. We actually do it ourselves. You can also find us on Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and Twinstagram, eh? <laughs> that, just say it like that. Twinstagram, eh? You look for Twin Talk Show right there, eh? So right now, okay, we, tonight we have a great show. We have with us tonight, as we do every Tuesday night, a uh, multimedia journalist and friend of ours. She runs the News and Dirty Laundry for us. Jackie, what's in the News and Dirty Laundry tonight? Hey, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, a CEO of a huge web browsing company has resigned. I'll tell you how gay marriage was a possible reason for his resignation. Also, are you a big fan of SeaWorld? Do you love those whales? Well, it might be um, disappearing in California. And finally, do you take a lot of selfies? You know, you post those on your social media. Well, let me let you know. Let me tell you that you might be mentally ill. 
Ah. Yeah. How so? I'll let you know. All that and more. Coming uh, up on News Dirty Laundry. It's called narcissism uh-huh. or vanity. You know what? I, I don't know if I want to hear that one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> let me look at my phone. Meanwhile, my selfies was what I'm looking at. I'm anyway, talk about selfies. Uh, let's pr- self-promote. Go to TwinTalkCast.com. <laughs> what did we have last week? I don't even remember. Did we, is it even up yet? Uh, it's not up there. You know, our web guy, you guys hang in there, okay? He's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's pretty awesome web guy. He's, he's at Coachella. Well, Coachella's this weekend, but he's like somehow he's really involved every year in the production of Coachella. So, you know, come Monday, though... Uh, I'm going to give him a call. You're going to give him a call? Again. <laughs> yeah, well, because... Hey, Dennis, to... I hope you have... Que tenga éxito, Holmes. Que tenga éxito once again, eh? But there are a lot of shows up there that you can check out. Um, you know, one uh, s- several shows with guests like Candlebox, uh, Rodney King, um, and you name it. Come on, name some more. Um, uh, also, Motley. Lee Camp. Uh, Rooftop Revolutionaries. Um, uh, Colleen Williams from NBC, John John Cladis Klimak from NBC, the legendary Chicano rock band The Midnighters from Australia, Sunset Riot, JP, and Delacoma. 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 Yeah. See, we have like three different acts already come through by through here from Australia. Four, the Mojo the Bluesman. The Mojo Bluesman. And you know, Kim has uh, had is kind of ill right now. Kim. Mm-hmm. Kim, the, yeah. the, oh, the yeah, singer, Kim. the vocalist, yeah. and the harmonica. That's too bad. Yeah, he's, uh, from last I heard, he was in the hospital, but he's, he's recovering, and, uh, but he won't, uh, he won't be traveling with Tim for a while. Well, I hope he does well. I hope uh, he gets better. So do I, because, you know, we also had guys. a female uh, guitarist slash folk guitarist play, uh, singer who was here from Africa, Africa, Australia. Uh, forgot her name, Joy. Joyce, just go to our, our podcast. There's so many she great looks, performers looks, and comedians. Greg Esparza was here, by the way. He's playing at the at Flappers coming up this, this week. weekend. This weekend, we should give him a call. You got his number? Uh, no, call. you got it, Jose. You better find it, man. I have his number. I was counting on you getting. When did I have his number? I have, I have his uh, publicist's email, and I don't remember. She doesn't his answer my emails anymore. She did for a while there, but no more. I, I don't remember having his number. You know he has a podcast now, right? Where? Why doesn't he have it with us? Um, <laughs> Bastard. Let, let's call him and ask him. I know. We should. There it is. I got it right now. Let's see if he answers. All right. All right. You, you know, we'll, 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 I'll give him a call. Anyways, I was listening to it. And, uh, you know, it's Greg, uh, Felipe Esparza. You know, my love to Felipe. But, you know, um, he, he, you know, you should bring it over here, Holmes. Bring it down here. See what's going on, you know. Combine the two worlds. Felipe's world, because that's his mantra. Felipe's world. And uh, the Twin Pyre, because we are Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And while Jose's trying to get him on the phone. You know, in case you haven't heard, you don't know who Felipe Esparza. Felipe, Felipe Esparza was the winner of the uh, last comic standing. And uh, he was on our show t- two or three times. He, he doesn't know we're calling him. Let's see what happens when we call him. Let's see if he even answers. <coughs> We're going to get his voicemail. <laughs> he's probably at a vegetarian. You know he's a vegetarian. He's Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. So let's leave him a, a message. Oh, no. Let's not give his number out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. At the tone. Should we give him a message? message. 
when you have finished recording, okay, you I'll, may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Holmes. What's going on, Felipe? It's Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We were calling you, Holmes, but... Uh, Live on the air. You know, because you're a homie like that. We hear you're in town again, and we wanted to give you a call. Call us back at 626-275-8946. What's up, Felipe? Give us a call, man. All right, out. Anyways, it's time for shout-outs. And uh, uh, hopefully during the shout-outs, we get a call back from Felipe after he has his vegetarian meal. Whenever he's in town, he's hitting all the vegetarian spots. Anyways, um, first I want to give a shout-out to my son, Mario Adrian Hernandez. Happy birthday, mijo. Happy birthday, Mario. 19 years old, my little Chewbacca, my little <laughs> Chendo, Chubby, Mayo. Uh, what other names we got? Uh, anyways... I love chocolate you. chip. Chocolate chip. I'm, I love oh, you, mijo. I'm cute. really proud of you. You keep on keeping on, man. Happy birthday, April 8, 19 years old. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Coachillas. That's Coachillas. That's like Coachilla, but Chillas. Like chilling. They're the uh, crew from uh, uh, the Coachella crew called Coachillas. And uh, they're going to be at Coachella this weekend. And we, Really? Really? We I all, thought they were going to Lollapalooza. <laughs> Anyhow, Spoon, what's up? Instanice, <laughs> your sis, I forgot her name. Uh, June the Jedi, Manny, Cat, Jude the Jedi, not June. I did say Jude. Oh, I thought I said June. But that was my lisp or my nyun nyun. Jude <laughs> the Jedi, Manny and Cat, Link, that's L-Y-N-C, and cousin Ruben Anthony Mario Campos from the Northern Pacific Rim. I say that because I forget what part, but welcome back to Southern Cal. Anyways, they're going to Coachella this weekend. We love you guys, and uh, make sure you post some pictures on our Facebook, okay? Twin Talk Show. I also want to give a shout-out to Diana King. Hey, good job, girl. One mile and a half. One mile and a half. Did you have to ask? Anyways, you got some uh, shout-outs there? Yeah, I want to give a happy birthday to my son, Christian, who's not listening because he's only turned four. But happy birthday to my son, <laughs> Christian, who uh, who turned four on April 4, uh-huh. 2014. Happy birthday, So it's his golden home. birthday, 4-4-4-2014. Ah. Right, he turned four, April 4th, the f- month of a- four, the fourth month on the fourth day. On 2014. And he's your fourth child. And he's my fourth child. Wow. Number four, that's me too. I'm the fourth child too. (laughs) Golden child. You know, when he was born uh, four years ago, there was an earthquake. Is that so? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I remember. It was Easter, right? Yeah. Easter Sunday. It was. Well, you know, when I made all my kids, there was an earthquake. When I made them, eh? (laughs) (laughs) There was, eh? (laughs) I want to give a shout out to Coach Gio again, Coach Steph, Coach Dave, uh, Team Mom, Aaron. Do I sound like a dad? (laughs) For everything that you guys do for the kids, thank you very much. Uh, Shout out to uh, the teachers at Temple Beth L. Yes, my son goes to a Jewish preschool. And uh, uh, all the teachers at Village Christian Elementary, where my other son goes to elementary <laughs> a Christian elementary school. Are you getting friendly with the teachers again? No, no, I've done that. That didn't work. That didn't work out for me. Jose had this thing. I'll tell. We'll talk about it after the shoutouts. <laughs> Anyways, I want to give one more shout out. This is to Tess. 
the lovely cowgirl at Sweet Pea Ranch over in Mount Baldy. Cowgirl, huh? That's the spot over there that has that really cool... It's a ranch. It's a ranch right in the canyon next to the river where you can rent it and have events there, dude. It's why, 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 are you, why are you promoting them? Because she was so sweet. I got a good vibe with this uh, this woman, and I just want to... She's trying to sell you. Of I'm course she's being sweet. Of course. <laughs> I'm throwing you a bone, baby. There you go. Tess at Sweet Pea Ranch. All right. We'll be right back with the news. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways, bro. your shout-outs are brought to you by uh, Aladdin's Jr. Mediterranean Cuisine and sorry. Concert Venue. Got to pay the bills. Yes. Uh, they're uh, in the downtown Pomona. They are Mediterranean food, and they got a good selection of beer. On weekends, they have music. Look them up in downtown Pomona. We'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry. Wait, a little shout out to Mama. Tara Wallace Feinstone, who just chimed in, says she wants a shout out, and she, because she was the very first guest ah. of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we want to give you a shout out and congrats, congratulations. Baby's looking really handsome. You are a lucky woman. Four men, four handsome men over there. Love you, Tara. Love you, babe. Also, a shout out to Justin and Courtney. Congratulations on your marriage, eh? <laughs> we'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Red, Whoa. Hey, how you doing? What do you guys know about twins? Nothing. Nothing about twins? Oh, sorry. Do you, know, do you know any twins? No. I'm sorry. Do you want to know a twin? No, thank you. Two. 
What are conjoined twins? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be late for work. Three. What do you know about twins? Nothing. Uh, I'm a little busy. Four. Identical twins have matching fingerprints? I, I believe so. Same with DNA. Can you name any celebrity twins? How about the girls from all the Devil Mint commercials? If I was to ask you what is a conjoined twin, what would that be? Um, I don't know. A conjoined twin is either A, a twin with extra joints, B, a twin that joins clubs, or C, a twin that is physically attached to his twin. It's either C or A. Ashton Kutcher, twin or not? No, but I'm not that I know. He's a twin. Is he? Fraternal. Fraternal. I'm an identical twin. I'm one of the hosts of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Do I look like Jose or Angel? Uh, I'm going to say you look like a Jose. Thank you very much. kind of weird for a guy saying you look like an angel. Scarlett Johansson, twin or not? She doesn't have a twin, does she? She does. Is she uh, identical? No, actually, it's a fraternal twin. His name is Hunter. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your own... Individuality? Thank you, yes, individuality. Absolutely, we're individual. He's the good-looking one, and I'm the smart one. <laughs> oh, okay. You think Johnny Depp is sexy? I think he's very sexy. Would you date him if he was a conjoined twin? If he would have me, I probably would. Who do you think would be one of the sexiest men alive to you right now? You could say Jose the twin. Um, I'm a lesbian. That's awesome. <laughs> I am so hardcore lesbian myself. Identical? Yes, we're identical twins. His name is Angel. Angel, that's a, nice. So if his name is Angel, what do you think my name would be? Oh, it could be any A name. I think A names are cool, like Angel and Andre. Or... Well, my name's Jose. They used to say, well, if, if I'm Jose, then he must be Hose B. What do you <laughs> I think that's it, unless you want to add something to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, no, that's good. Thank you for your time, man. How about a shout out to my brother Angel? What's up, Angel? Have a good one, buddy. What's up, Holmes? I wish I was there. I always hear that, and I like want to, you know, have a beer with. What's up, Holmes? Thanks for the shout out. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I'm Angel, and we broadcast live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Hey, bro. We also do it of Live365.com. Uh, Live365, the largest internet radio network in the world. Yeah, just when you go there, search for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Because that radio station's playing 365, 24-7. You know that saying. All year round, and it's playing our podcasts along with some pretty awesome music, current music, and some uh, really awesome independent artists that have come through here in Theolisa's Garage and brought us their tunes and played some tunes and stuff. Uh, talk about really awesome music. There uh, Today, did you know a surprise last-minute show? No. Yeah. Ooh. Where? I was going to say, Aerosmith. And Slash at the Whiskey A Go Go this afternoon at right. 1 o'clock. Oh, really? Yeah. They, did they just happen to be there or what? No, like Slash tweeted it out. Uh, the bag is out. We're going to be at the Whiskey Lee and Aerosmith today at tw like 1 o'clock. And like everyone just raided the freaking Whiskey A Go Go. Awesome. So, um, uh, yeah. On a, I think uh, was it Motley Crue did the same thing when they did that video for... Um, kickstart my heart. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm gonna share a picture that I, I that uh, Raina posted on Facebook because she walked by there. I happened to see it on Twitter and I said, "Dude, go walk by there and take some pictures." Hey, um, this you did the um, 
for the voice, the pre-party last week. I did. You did that, uh, and uh, Shakira and Blake Shelton performed. What venue was it? It was a small venue. It's the Sayer Room. Um, I got to say, I've never been to the Sayer Room, and I was really impressed. Very nice place on, on Hollywood Boulevard on Wilcox. I mean, off of Hollywood Boulevard on Wilcox. Because, you know, Hollywood has been coming up again. Um, there's a lot of... It's, it's been coming up for like ever, man. No, it's just, <laughs> it, it, it died out for a while. And it's the past like eight years or so, it's been coming up. There's nice restaurants and venues throughout the, you know, the Hollywood Strip, if you will. Because, uh, you know, for a while it was just a Sunset Strip. Um, and um, there's a lot of cool little venues. And this place was awesome. Hey, uh... So they they I've heard that song on the radio station the one they do, yeah it's called um, medicine. Why don't we we share that video? So you were at this venue. It was a, a pre party for the Voice, the TV show, the NBC t- uh, TV show, and Shakira and Blake Shelton went up and sang their duet. What it was, it was it wasn't so much a pre party because the show's been going on. Um, the really? voice has been on there. Yes. It oh, has. it's been like a happy hour after the show. But it was like a nah. pri- it was a private show for the industry people, people with uh, uh, of NBC and the Voice. And uh, what they did is they had. Uh, Were you working that? Yeah, I worked the the arrivals, and then I and then after the arrivals, they they left the place they were at, and they went to um, the Redbury Hotel on Cahuenga. I mean, on Vine. And Who's they? Um, Carson Daly, Usher, Shakira. What's the guy from Maroon 5? Can't stand him. They uh, all left that, Adam Levine. that party and went to another venue? Yeah. Well, they Did went they there. they walk or what? No, they drove over there. Because, Why can't you stand him? He's so beautiful. Oh, my God. First of all, uh-huh. he's, he's weird looking. And he's a... Yeah, I have to agree. I, I can't tell you I don't like him. Uh-huh. I won't let you that. But he is weird looking. Really? He's probably a nice guy, but he's weird looking. Anyway, we, we then I shot a thing for the the Today Show. He's like the king of hipsters. An interview where Carson Daly interviewed all of them. It was a five camera shoot for the Today Show at oh the Redbury God. Hotel. Do you remember when we interviewed him years ago? Who at the Fox? Carson? No, it was a TV Guide show. The Guide TV Guide. Well, go ahead. We interviewed Carson Daly. Yeah, I remember micing him. I put the mic through his coat and he told him. When was this? Did I shoot it? The, yeah, you shot it. I did the audio. It was a junket. Not a junket, but it was a, it was, yeah, we, we did the red carpet, and it was a Billboard Award, no. Was this in Vegas? The TV Guide Awards. No, it was here on Fox Lot. It was the TV Guide Awards, and then we did Charlie Sheen the same day. Uh, we also did the 70s show, and then I did Carson Daly. I don't remember that. I but, remember doing But here's, here's uh, Shakira and Blake Shelton performing I their duo, the their duet. I put his mic on. Is that off of Facebook? Yeah. Go up, go to Facebook on Twin Talk Show. It's right there. This <laughs> is from your camera phone? It's a cell phone video. What phone is it? Mine always like I So what happened is, uh, they each had a, a, they each performed two songs each in this small little venue, broken down. Usher sang an acoustic set; it was awesome. Were they ex- well? Obviously, they were expecting them. Yeah, it was part. It was an industry show for just industry people, and it was a tiny place in the audience in the little lounge chairs where the other performers just sitting there on couches and um, 
Then they had to. You mean the judges, the other judges, and the uh, contestants? No, the, just the judges. There was no contestants. It was just industry people, and uh, the judges of the Voice. Well, they're not really judges because they don't judge. Really, I mean, they're coaches. They're coaches. They call them coaches. Anyways, it was a really great performance. Um, Blake Shelton is a superstar, awesome person, first of all, and an awesome voice, man. To, to hear him perform in the acoustic you know, version of his country song so was awesome. if he was a car salesman or he's got, like they say, balls of golden balls, because everything he makes becomes a hit. <laughs> Blake Shelton, all his like all his albums are right away they go hits. Too well, that, you know the 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 voice has really done wonders for his career. And 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 they, uh, Carson Daly talked to him about that in the interview. He asked him um, uh, what he feels about uh, what it's done. And 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 Blake Shelton here sneak peek if it hasn't already aired. Blake Shelton says that what it's done for country music because typically and he's right. Typically, country singers aren't on TV. No, only if it's a country show. But they yeah. really aren't judges and guest hosts and stuff like that. They're what not. do you mean? Willie Nelson is always on the news, eh? <laughs> they stop his bus otra vez, eh? <laughs> Shit. Every, every time he goes out of state, he stops his bus. What's up? <laughs> Anyways, I met Willie Bass. Uh, Willie Bass. <laughs> Stay tuned you for met, Willie Bass. You met tonight. Willie Nelson? Yeah, I met Willie Nelson uh, and Chris Christopherson at, at uh, Chris Christopherson. Chris también. They were together at the Grammys. I didn't post a picture. Oh. Mr. Mr. Bobby McGee himself. Yeah, they were there, and, and they oh. came in together, and uh, Willie Bass looks as at old as party? ever. At this party? No, at the Grammys uh, arrival. Willie Nelson. You said Willie Bass. I keep saying Bass. Willie Bass. I'm <laughs> Willie Nelson. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned tonight at 9.05 for Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass, special guest, the fabulous Miss Wendy. Anyways, that's tonight at 9.05 on TwinTalkCast.com. Hey, so so did Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson, were they like laughing? They were so cool. Yeah. Did they, were, they have the munchies? <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, really cool show. It was one of those things that it was a nice treat. But the neat thing is the sh- when I did the shoot for, for the Today Show was um, this hotel. I'm giving this hotel props. It's right. Remember the Palace Angel on Vine? No. It was a venue. It's a venue on Vine. It's called the Palace. No. Anyway. Um, I think so, yeah. It's a, got a second story when you go inside. Adjacent to it, there's a hotel that's been refurbished, and it's now it's been around for four years now called the Redbury. Awesome freaking hotel. Old school. Harkens to old school Hollywood. It's a hotel? It's a hotel, and it's painted like this deep maroon red, and you go inside, and you see a lot of images of silent movies and shit. Uh-huh. Awesome hotel. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's got a great restaurant called Cleo. I'm going to go there, like, hopefully next week. Does it have a bar? Oh, awesome bar. Just really cool. Really cool place. Yeah. It's a cool place. We should all go. We should do a twin talk. Let's go hang out and invite our listeners and see how many people show up. That'd be fun. That'd be let's cool. do that. Let's do that next weekend. Ah, okay. Let's do a that. twin talk reunion at the Redbury. I, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me check with my designated driver first. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's really cool. But, um, yeah, and it was neat. I was, actually spoke to Shakira and told her, hey, do you remember that m- – I My in- brother Angel, she'd say, "Yeah." I interviewed. <laughs> I said, "I interviewed you on your very first English interview on television ever." Oh, really? Yes. Was for the Latin Grammys, right? Well, it wasn't originally. Here's the story. The story was this: 
The story was Because I remember that's when she came out with her blonde hair for the first time in public. Yes. Was the Latin Grammys at the Staples Center. Here's the story. I'll tell you the story. The story is that uh, Shakira, who I was a big fan and uh, like a lot of us, of her first two albums were, were amazing. Um, and in Spanish. And yeah, they're still. They're, or where's she from? Honduran or? No, Colombian. Colombian. And, um, Spanish. Anyway. Her she, hips don't lie. Here's a track from her first, second album. Anyway. Oh. God, you're gonna take me back. So here's the deal. <laughs> oh, who are you thinking of? Oh my god. Oh no. Oh wow, that was quite Did a you see that? angel. Did you see that, Jackie? <laughs> he oh was like, god. Here we go. Anyway, that's a track called Moscas en la Casa from uh, Shakira's second album. When Shakira came out with her first album, she was 18 years old. Really? And yeah, she produced and wrote all the tracks in her songs. Wow. And uh, her first two albums were amazing. Her third album was the crossover album, which I didn't like. That's when no. I stopped Didn't buying. she have like a baby in her arms? I don't remember, but I know that she... Um, oh, you mean the cover was sort of like Adam and Eve, and she was in the Garden mm-hmm, of Eden mm-hmm. holding an apple. Um, but... She teamed up with the Estefans, which were the big powerhouse producers, you know, Gloria, Gloria and, and her husband. Her husband, you know. And uh, I didn't like her her music. I wasn't a big fan of the Hipstone Lie type thing. Her new album seems to be harken back to her old sound, a little bit more polished. But, but what, in English? But in English. Oh. But um, anyway, what I was saying, how I got this interview with her was um, I wanted to see her in concert. And at the time, I, used, I, was, I, I was a staff photographer <laughs> Who at, doesn't? at uh, Fox <laughs> News Channel. And um, I thought I would pull the, you know, I'll email the PR person or the you know, media relations office and say, and try to get comp tickets. Now, but I was very honest. I've always said to them, hey, look, I'm with the media, but I'm not working. I just want to go see if I can get some comp tickets to the Shakira. Who are you with? I'm with Fox News Channel. Uh, and it took on a life of its own because <laughs> the publicist for Shakira was trying to get her to cross over to English. Uh, and they, it was and right. And NBC. It was right before the, that the Hips Don't Lie album. And she had just dyed her blonde and she wanted to do it. And she figures, oh, you're with Fox News Channel? Absolutely. We'll comp you. And next thing you know, the emails are about me shooting an interview with her. And I, it you, was. You got tickets for free for her show? Yes. You, you didn't pay to see those hips? No. Fuck. Now, here's the deal. It went on and on, <laughs> and I couldn't stop it. It was like a machine gone, like a like a runaway train. Dude. And I didn't want to because I was afraid that if I at some point stopped and said, look, no, I am not working, that I, she might think Jose. as deep as she went that she'd get mad at me that I was trying to deceive her. Were you like on a head-on collision with Shakira's with, train? With Destiny. <laughs> okay. With the, with the hips. Don't complain. <laughs> I was running into the hips. <laughs> <laughs> there was no light at the end of that tunnel. It was just some hips. <laughs> so what happened is I, f- I had to go along with it, and I sucked yes. it up. But the thing is, I was trying yes. to get tickets for myself and the nanny, because my girl's nanny, who lived with us for 11 years. No she, soy yo, eres tu. Uh, she loved Shakira, and I wanted <laughs> to get them for her. So, of course, I got the tickets to Shakira, and and um, but I had to go with, with a camera. So I made Irma, the nanny. 
carry my tripod. <laughs> she totally carried my tripod, literally carried my tripod. We went in there, shot three or four songs of the show because that's all they let you shoot. So she met Shakira as well? Yes. <laughs> Did she talk to her? Or was she all quiet? No, she was shy. You know, Irma, she was shy. And yeah. And, um, I'm surprised. And so I sat down and I, <laughs> I lit it up all nice. By coincidence, CNN in Espanol wanted to go do an interview with her too. And they liked the way I lit it. They, so they piggybacked off so they your piggy life? They li piggybacked off my CNN? life. CNN? CNN Espanol. No, dude, I wouldn't have done it. But, but um, um, I met her and while I was talking, lighting her, and I was putting Max on her, I kid you not, she was totally flirting with me. Totally. Really? Yes, I've been saying this story forever. Edema will tell you, she was totally flirting with me. And, and I was like, was she talking Jose to you says that about all. No, he says that about no, all the girls. That is not when true. When we go to a place, that is not true. That's tell you. I'm sorry. You're not. You're describing yourself. When Angel. we go to a place, I don't do that. You better stop because <laughs> I don't. I'm very humble when I go you, places. You're the one who walks in there and thinks you have rock music in the background <laughs> saying, "I got my own." Hey, you see? You know what he just says? Just, hey, all the chicks are checking me out. <laughs> and he does that. That's not true. And I don't he says, say "All those married women, they they go home and bone their husbands and think about me." <laughs> That's Angel's line. Oh, so that don't Jose. say that's me. Oh, Don't say that's did me, just, Angel. Did you just say that? I did. That's what you say, Angel. I don't say that. Uh, listen, just because I've told you, look, I may be mistaken, but I will not say this. I wouldn't say this if I was this certain. Jose, let me tell you, your posture changes. Well, it used to before. I no, haven't been out with you since you, when you, I When since I work, I'm been, very professional, Angel, no, and you know that. Jose, I, I don't. I'm saying when I'm not, you know, before, like it's different now. You're kind of dating somebody and that's cool. No, but whenever. But before, whenever, no. when we were in a public place and a blonde woman came in, your posture just changed all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, because I like you a woman. No, no. When think, a white girl walks in. Yeah. You can't okay. deny that milky complexion. I love that milky complexion. <laughs> she <laughs> likes the white boys. You can't deny it. You know, I, I like the chocolate. Here's the deal. But that has nothing. <laughs> when I work, Angel, and you know it, I am all, I really am professional. Even. You should have seen when I met even Paul Stanley. Even in situations <laughs> where, yeah, because I really take my job seriously. Hey, Paul, so are you ever going to do, what was that name? The only, the, are you going to put the elder on stage? He was talking to Colleen Williams. Paul Stanley? Yeah. <laughs> and he was talking to Colleen Williams. Angel's you know? over there supposed to be my light. And we guy. were done. He's supposed we were to be done. holding the light up. And be and just 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 be a fly on the wall because you're a grip or lighting guy. Don't jump in and interrupt. And I have the and relationship. Colleen, hey, wait a second. Colleen Williams was having conversation after having Colleen Williams from ABC. She's uh -huh. like the award-winning uh, uh, anchor. You know who she is, but I just want to say for our listeners that don't know. Anyways, she because she had interviewed him, and, and I was doing the lighting. Jose was – it was a hard one. We were, we were totally mobile. I was walking backwards through the museum. And Paul Stanley was talking to Colleen Williams afterwards, and I think Paul Stanley really wanted to meet her. No, he did. He was very happy. As a matter of fact, I, he was it, really it was for a segment that I produced, edited, and shot for, for NBC, for Primetime LA, which was a show. Anyway. Anyways, it's my story, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm embellishing. I'm not embellishing, but I'm adding to well, it. I'm enhancing you, it. Why don't you just smile at it? How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was, he was talking to... Conley Williams and I was rolling up the cables and stuff and then I just had to ask him because I had to ask him I'm like Paul and he, he he was saying this every once in a while oh he I said hey Paul and he's all like what he got he was surprised and I'm like the elder and he's totally like like bewildered like the elder is the name of one of their albums mm -hmm. actually their poorest selling album yeah. uh, but in my opinion it's one of the best albums and he's all 
and he kind of like his posture changed because of, you know, it's kind of like a thorn in their side. And he's uh, and I'm like, when are you gonna put it on stage? You know, like on theater stage. And then and then he started telling Colleen, he started laughing and he says to Colleen, she was w- wondering what it was and what do you mean? He said, every once in a while I run into somebody and that that talks about our album The Elder. And then I'm like, and then he was gonna say something else and then I'm like, I get it. And he's all. And somehow they get it. <laughs> Here's a track from he the Elders. He didn't get it. Here's a track from the Elders called Only You. I don't know what happened there. Oh, dude. <laughs> Which one's this one? Is this one under the rose? No, it's no, only you. Only you. Anyways, it was a concept album that flopped for Kiss. Listen to this. It was a major flop for Kiss, but my brother and I get it. It's a, it, it's like Lord of the Rings. It is. It's brilliant. It would be awesome, like on on a theatrical stage. <laughs> but it my, would totally but be the awesome. point is, my brother's trying to be a fan, and I'm trying to stay professional. I'm trying to tell you why. Because one, I've already let me let me tell this part. I've always taken my job serious, and even when I'm meeting Paul Stanley and stuff <laughs> when, while I'm working, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan. I got to stay professional, especially since I'm the guy who dealt with the publicist to book Paul Stanley and find a location to do the interview, find a time, get Colleen Williams and him together, all that. Paul Stanley, when I met him, he says to me, oh, I've heard a lot about you. Thank you so much for doing this. Your he brother told me. He, he, <laughs> he thanked me for that because he, he was happy to do this interview and walk and talk with Colleen Williams. Yeah, but what happened the last time you saw him after you did? You went to his house to do some more sh- uh, video of his artwork Yes, because he's a renowned painter. Yeah, well, yeah. And what was the last thing he told you when you said goodbye? He said, I'm your brother. Yeah. <laughs> He did. As a matter of fact, he did. He say hello to your brother. He did. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> memorable, Mark. Indeed. I get it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I we'll, get it. We'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry. <laughs>
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. <laughs> I was a little off there. Awesome. I like that. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Uh, and also out of Live365.com, the largest radio internet radio network in the world. Dude, that is one of the coolest guitar solos. In, uh, one of my favorite guitar solos uh, from Kiss. And you know, it wasn't Ace Frehley who played that. It's not Ace Frehley who played that, by the way. Ace Frehley only played on two tracks. Anyways, we need to move on. All right, so now it's time. When you hear that guttural beat that my brother's making noise over. Let it breathe, Angel. Let it breathe. When you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and t- squeezes and twists and says, <laughs> It's time to listen. I. <laughs> it's time for the girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the news, the girl with the dirty laundry, the sexiest girl on radio, internet, and all over this town. The girl that brings the skinny and all the news, the skinny on the boobies, and, and all that stuff. And time for some news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casa. Hey, Jackie. Hi, guys. <laughs> Love uh, that intro. Thanks for always. enduring our in, our self-indulgent talk about no, Kiss I, and Shakira. And- I totally enjoy those stories. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I enjoyed Angel's air guitar, even though for a second I thought he was flipping his nipple. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't. You should have seen her face. She looked back up. <laughs> I thought you were flipping your nipple. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it was just air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week, babe? Uh, week has been good. I had my last, fourth and last wisdom tooth removed wow. on Friday. No so reflection sp- on your wisdom. And you though, think like- you're bad, right? Because my daughter had them all take out at the once. Oh, my God. All no, four. I would never do that. That was wrong. Never. And uh, so I spent the weekend half drugged my and poor girl. half asleep. So Oof. it was. I'm uh, glad you're here. You're tough. So did you catch up on any movies? Um, you know what I did? I saw this movie on Netflix called Moonrise Kingdom, which I thought was the cutest <laughs> little in- indie movie ever that I've oh, ever cute. seen. Oh, yeah. cute. I'm totally not into those movies, but I, I had seen good reviews of it when it was out in the movie theaters, and it's on Netflix. And I saw it, and it's adorable. It's an absolutely adorable movie. So I, I catched up with uh, some Boardwalk Empire, just hung out and ate mashed potatoes and jello and... Um, Soup. Uh, you know, the uh, Boardwalk Empire, um, that Steve Buscemi yes. show. I wanted to see that, but I don't have that cable. You have to see it. Did you baby yourself with your mama? No, actually, my mama was out of town. My boyfriend took care of me. Oh, uh, Sandra. Yeah? yeah. He took uh, he took Saturday. He usually works Saturday. So he had Saturday off to take care of me and kind of be in my beck and call. It was kind of cool. Did he gain points? He totally did. Yeah? He totally did. All right, Sandro, you gained points with Jackie. <laughs> he totally did. He totally took care of me and babied me and would listen to my pain grunts. Mm. 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 Uh, <laughs> maybe we should call him Luigi, huh? So, uh, <laughs> or, or Super Mario, huh? If you're listening, bring, bring, bring. If you're listening, to points to go help his princess. If you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, go to our Facebook wall on Twin Talk Show. Bring, bring, bring. There's a picture of Jackie Casas. And at the bottom of that, Billy Scott just chimes in and says, my favorite part of the show, Jackie Casas. <laughs> Thanks, Billy yeah. Scott. Yeah. Look at you. What do you call that? If you're white when you like the, was that tamale fever? <laughs> 
What do you call it? <laughs> pozole fever. There you go. Don't call me a tamale. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Pozole, chilaquiles. Make it like sexy. Like um, well, there's jungle fever. There's Mississippi masala. And you what call them, Mississippi and masala? When there's a black and an Indian. Oh, I didn't know that. And, yeah. and then there's Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> we can call this. Um, what can we call this? Oh, I don't know. It's Taco gotta be Tuesday. <laughs> I I can't think of something like something like. I don't know. Sexy. Yeah, because jungle fever. <coughs> yeah. Is, is, it is sexy in a visceral way. Yeah. And then there's Mississippi masala. It's sexy because it's got food, and food could be you know erotic. It's paisa fever, eh? Paisa fever. <laughs> okay, I like that. I want something with like salsa. Okay. <laughs> She's all. <laughs> oh well, there's Mississippi masala. There's, okay, I get it. Okay, there's jungle fever. There's Mississippi masala. There's paisa salsa. <laughs> there no, you go. I don't like the paisa part. We need to. That's we need too to ghetto. Uh, yeah. You're not a paisa. It's not ghetto, but she's really not paisa. We need to. Sexy. I got it. Ru- ruka, ruka rage. <laughs> That's a good one. Ruka rage. <laughs> <Heine> hots. <laughs> nice. I like that one. Heina hots is a good one. I think you go with that one. Let's go with Heina hots. <laughs> okay, Billy, you got the Heina hots for our girl Jackie. <laughs> for those of you who are listening to us from like Utah, that means a Heina is a cholo term for. For a chick, for his girlfriend. When you got a girl, you for call his chick. You call her my chick. You call her my heina. my heina. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but oh, it means heina. <laughs> Billy says she is like salsa hot. <laughs> okay, that's not that original though, bro. No, but he's. he's oh my gosh. But he's, thanks for the compliment. <laughs> I'm thanking you for Jackie. I'm her back. This is that's a good one. All right. Like so it. what do we got going on the All news right, and dirty laundry? So let's start with some. <laughs> <laughs> News. <laughs> uh, Mozilla chief executive has stepped down this week after an online dating service urged a boycott of the company's web browser. According to reports, the CEO donated to the opponents of a gay marriage campaign. In 2008, he donated $1,000 in support of California's Proposition 8, which banned gay, gay marriage in the state until it was struck down by the Supreme Court. His Resignation came days after OKCupid.com, the popular online dating site, called for the the boycott of the web browser, which is the number two web browser. Which what's the name of the web browser? Uh, Firefox. It's okay. more popular than you know, Fi- Firefox, Firefox, but it's Mozilla Firefox. Okay. Um, so OKCupid sent okay. a message to visitors who accessed their website through Firefox, suggesting they use browsers such as um, Internet Explorer or Chrome, Google's Chrome, um, and to boycott Firefox. Because they gave to... Uh, well, the gay- CEO did. The CEO gave a donation of $1,000 in 2008. Eight. Wow, only $1,000? Yeah, here's the deal. Here's, the here's CEO the, makes that in a minute. Yeah, here's the deal. That's a very good point. But he was. Here, <laughs> here's my opinion of that. Um, He's probably thinking about it. It was only fucking $1,000, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's here's what, I, what really bugs me about this. It's only fingers. This is what bothers me about this, dude. <laughs> First of all, just, I mean, the obvious. The obvious thing is this. Since when, um, no. 
I'm sick. First of all, there goes the freaking fire department. So I'm sick. Let me finish. Let me go there. Yeah, I want you to finish, but but please tell me really quick, Jackie. What was the organization that's boycotting? Okay, the, the, the online dating site put a a message to oh. people, the subscribers of their dating site who to, access their website through Firefox to boycott them. Okay, okay, Cupid is a gay website. Okay, and the CEO of gay website, uh, okay, Cupid. Posted saying, "Hey, this guy post uh, gave a thousand dollars to the Proposition Eight campaign. Oh. Okay, so we want you guys to boycott Mozilla. Here's what's terrible about that: one, I'm sick and tired of all uh, the small minority. Or it doesn't matter if it's small or large that start implementing their or ramming their. their I've seen ide- some pretty big gay guys ideals myself. coming uh, down, you know, down your throat, and by by slamming and ostracizing some people for exercising big lesbians too for exercising their." constitutional right to vote it's wrong to do that two this guy was not the ceo in 2008 he was just a ceo and then two weeks later he resigned because of this three in 2008 president obama also believed in a ban on gay marriage should he resign because he supposedly he did it back then but he's since you know progressed um uh, um this is wrong and and more importantly, uh, the other CEO or the co-owner of OKCupid okay turns out he gave donations to a Utah politician who voted against gay marriage as well. So it's very hypocritical. Yeah, I think they're just too emotional. The um, executive chairwoman of the uh, Firefox website said that they didn't act like you'd expect Mozilla to act. They didn't move fast enough to engage with people once the controversy started. We're sorry. Is that, is that, wait, is, is that uh, their so excuse for, for asking this guy to resign or this, for hiring this him? Is what, this is what their, their statement released was uh, For said. what? For, for re- that, the guy resigning or they, for, the guy, for hiring the guy? That's that's what they said that they didn't move fast enough to engage with people once the controversy started. I'm guessing it was after, after obviously after, and they said that the next step for the leadership for Firefox is still being discussed uh, with more information. Well, hopefully I think be- here's what bothers me about that: too often people are scared. The irony here is this: that I, you know, nothing. This has nothing to do with the issue for me. Whether or you're for or against gay but, marriage, but Jose, let me just finish. And you can it's look. I'm in, right. Yeah, but I'm in the middle of something. Do you? I want you can say it, but I happen to be in the middle of a sentence. Um, I have. Here's the deal: it, whether or not you agree with gay marriage or not, it doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, one day this might turn on you. One day they might be uh, execs who might rule against you because somebody has an opinion that you are against. It is wrong to be ostr- to ostracize people for their for exercising their constitutional rights based on their beliefs. Two, what bothers me the most, and I'll finish right here, uh, bothers me as much is that too often conservatives and politicians just bend over and let it happen. Someone needs to stand up and say, so what? It's his right. Leave it alone. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know what, though? In our in our culture, no, I'm I'm in the middle of it still, and uh, <laughs> let me have some of those, dude. No, I'm in the middle of it. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, you know what though? That's the thing. The culture, the way the culture is right now, no one could say it. I mean, that's how that's really idealistic. But to be honest with you, for someone to go up there and like you say, maybe have a backbone and say something, you can't because 
um, because it's just the culture now. He will totally. It's it would be suicide for this politician, whoever this person. He's not a politician. Think. He's a CEO. No, but, it, but whoever. Oh, you mean generally speaking? And generally speaking, it would be suicide for them to do that. That's a very it's good point. Not, it's not a bending over thing per se. Uh, it's just more conceding. And and a good politician does I, that. I don't think it's conceding. And, and that's what this company did here because the company wants to – the other side that is um, uh, is is not boycotting them, and they're not even hollering, the, uh, the ones that are against uh, gay marriage in the gay uh, uh, community, you don't see them. Uh, uh, and so the – if they were to also, you know, make noise, then the, the private company would kind of sway. It's just the way it is. It's like supply and demand. It's a very you well, want the demand because you have the. That's supply. a very good point. But if they looked at the situation, they would realize that it's a very it's really a small minority. But see, the only, that the, the, that the, it's a small minority, and that there are the the power of the conservative is a lot bit stronger than they know. Some, and it's really stupid. Yeah, but see, the thing is that sometimes, you know, so a lot of people feel that they need to prove a point. And uh, the bottom so line. So you see, Mozilla tried to prove a point. Is what you're saying, or, no, the, or the, the advocates? The for advocates gay. for gay uh, for the gay marriage, they're trying to prove a point. And you don't need necessarily have to have to prove the point every time to make a point. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's it, it just it, no. I don't. In what way are they doing this? I don't uh, because. They they could have came back like the guy like you say you know what no I'm not gonna come back you know I I did this before and you know it's my belief and stand up because really you know you don't Mozilla should have done the right thing and said you know could that be grounds for a lawsuit that's a very behalf? good point that's a very good point and I wonder about that um that he resigned so tip uh, so they gave obviously he did lawsuit, it lawsuit like what he was. Clearly unlawful. Um, yeah, I, what, un- discrimination based on discrimination. political slant. Yeah, discriminating a CEO from a company. Yeah, or discriminating. Imagine if it was a Mozilla. gay. Imagine if it was a gay CEO who discriminated the See, the community, the gay no, community. No, the Mozilla for asking him to resign because you know he didn't do it intentionally. It, no. <clears throat> No, he just got the job to win. I don't see was... it like that. I I see it like you know you're not good for our company. We're going to ask you to resign. Okay, you're you're speaking just like a a conservative, and I agree with you on that. I do, but but why do you always have to put me in a category of a because I, I am because and a liberal, but because you are speaking like a conservative, and that's why I'm pointing it out because Maybe they I, speak I agree like with me. you. But here's the deal: uh, I agree with you on that, Angel. Um, the uh, the companies do have a right to do whatever they want, but I think that they should have the balls to say, "Look, we hired this guy because we figure we figured he's the right man for the job. Whatever his political slant or his religious slant is, doesn't matter to us because that is the constitutional it, thing to but do." But it proved them wrong that he was the right man for the job. Because what if proved he them would, wrong? The the fact that he got all this uh, negative vibe. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. I haven't said a word. Let, <laughs> let me finish. I'm just shaking my head. <clears throat> the you know the your your coming out of your words is like okay, this is the man for the job. We we should have stood up for him because he's the man of a, you know he he's the right man for the job. He proved them wrong because while he probably didn't intentionally want to piss anybody off, he did, and so he lost popularity, which are a potential market. For them, and so all of a sudden, you're not the right man for the job, Jose. It's just bottom line. I hear what you're saying because uh, because of uh, of um, you know po- uh, what's the word I want to use popularity, whatever. A job is a job is a job. But is a the job. bottom line is, if, if you're a CEO and you're getting paid millions, you better be liked. 
No, it doesn't matter because how many CEOs are really like the Angel? They're all hated. It doesn't matter. The 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 the, the, the population doesn't need to like the CEO. Well, you know what I mean. It is, you know, it, go shopping to them. It's, you know, it's make, in the make, reverse. It's in the reverse. It's not until they're, they're hated to the point where they're boycotting or threatening boycott. Because, frankly, there wasn't really a boycott, nothing that was significant for Mozilla. The sad thing is Mozilla is trying to revamp their image so that they can compete against Google. The bad thing is they just... I think they did themselves a, a major disservice. They need, now they're now they're without leadership. Well, you know what they need to do? They need to hook up, uh, you know, go on the uh, on the uh, dating circuit and on OK Cupid. <laughs> no, go go on a dating circuit and start dating um, Android phones or. Here's my last word on that. Um, if that's the case, if these people want to do that, then they should ask uh, President Obama to resign too, because in 2008 he was also against gay marriage. Who would ask him to resign? The same people that wanted a, this this CEO to see, to resign. So the people from Firefox would ask Obama. No, to... no, 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 no. The people who who rallied against oh. and boycotted against Mozilla, okay, because they didn't like the CEO of Mozilla, and asked for his resignation, should also go to the president because and ask, and ask him to resign. Well, that's not going to happen. Of course silly. not. That's just a double standard because you know the president only said what he said for popularity. Because he well, hasn't. Couldn't done... we say that that's what Firefox is doing too? Yeah, but that's the... why they got rid of the that, CEO. Well, that's, what, yeah, I'm that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's what, what I'm saying. But that's, that's what I'm what saying. saying. No, no. But the point is, and no, I I agreed with you, Angel. I agreed. You're speaking like a conservative, but I'm not. I'm saying that the president, if 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 they're going to do that to this guy, they should be. They shouldn't be a double standard. It, mm. yeah, there is a double standard. Well, it's a sad situation because actually he was very involved with the company for a long, long time. He was actually the one who invented the programming language uh, JavaScript, and he was one of the co-founders. Of wow, he invented Firefox. JavaScript. He should he should invent a JavaScript so. that omits the the very loud whiny gay people <laughs> from the sites. Nothing against gay people, but stop whining over somebody. Look. <laughs> the guy exercises his unconstitutional right. You guys do the same thing. You do. You guys, everyone does that. We should respect that. The guy's not going out there slamming true. gays. No. He's not going out there saying. And it's not like he made thou- like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of donations towards this campaign uh, against gay marriage. Yeah, it was a, it was half-hearted. A thousand dollars, which is you know I think the, the within the legal <laughs> amount to to donate well, towards. A, and a, the a irony campaign. is that the CEO it, it was of a, okay Cupid donated to a Republican Utah congressman who was who also voted against gay marriage and writ, had written stuff in the law of, of in Utah against gay marriage. And I mean, come on! Oh man, mm-hmm. I only got a little sticker. My, oh. my cracker jack is only a sticker. Well, those cracker jacks were they chocolate? It's not even a little tattoo. Yeah, those are chocolate. They taste like jacks. cereal. They're really good. Why don't I? Get okay, guys, let's move on to a story <laughs> that actually really caused uh, some controversy here in Southern California. A science teacher at Santa Monica High School is on ad- administration leave after wrestling a student to the ground for dealing drugs. The teacher has been identified as Mark Black, but he has another name to students, which is Coach. Black, he's the head wrestling coach at Santa Monica High, and according to the school websites, he knows a thing or two about how to get a scuffle down. So he confronted a, a male teen last week on Friday morning a for st- allegedly dealing marijuana in st- the classroom. Oh, a student. Yes, a student. Uh, the teen threw the first punch 
and hit the coach in the face. Uh Now, this all came out to the public with a uh, multiple cell phone videos that were recorded in the classroom. The fight um, was clearly in the video. You can see there are several witnesses, and it shows Coach Black um, wrestling the team to the ground and restraining his legs. So the video caught a lot of... um, Attention, since this was posted out on uh, YouTube, you can hear uh, you can hear students yelling, and uh, the school district immediately put the teacher on administrative leave and said that they, on a statement release, said that yeah, they were going to give full support to the teenager and his family, uh-huh. which got so much criticism over the weekend because then they realized that the student, first of all, was dealing drugs in the classroom, uh-huh. second of all, was the first one that threw the punch, and yes. The coach Black did restrain him and threw him to the floor, uh-huh. but it's very, very, very clear in the video that he didn't like assault him. He just pinned him down, well, restrained <coughs> it, restrained his legs. I wonder how the students feel about it. Well, there was a the huge backlash, and there was a Facebook page that was posted in support of Coach Black and what actually happened. You guys want to uh, hear what it sounds like? Yeah, let's hear what it sounds like. Oh, what the? F- hey, hold up. I'm glad he. I'm glad he did that. You should have gave him a beat down. Well, that's what it sounded like in the classroom. A huge scuffle. The district got major criticism for not fully going through the investigation and finding out what happened before automatically putting the teacher on administrative leave and also uh, printing that release, that statement release about uh, giving support towards the teenager and the family. Superintendent was a woman. Yes, which has nothing to do with it. Yes, it it does. Uh, Which then... uh, Absolutely does. You know what? I I, I think that it's probably... (laughs) I, I think what they did on that one because they, they got to know the profile of the teacher right and, and so at this point if he's on administrative leave it's while it's, it's under investigation I think what the woman was doing it's her like Jose said it was her initial reaction but it's still a safe one because you'd rather support the students first because you got the families to worry about it and they're not on payroll mm-hmm. as your people are and then if you need to kind of retract a little bit later then you retract and say well you know what Based on our investigation, the little shit was a don't, shit. How about don't say anything? How about say, you know what? This case is under investigation. That's yeah. the right thing to do. Look, I'm glad the coach did this. And if you look at it, first of all, give him props. The guy was is 60 He's years 60 old. 60 years old, and he had this little teenager pinned down and he to the floor. He's a wrestling coach. He could have body slammed the guy, suflexed him, gave him the freaking Hulk Hogan smash or whatever those things are called, and really hurt him. All he wanted to do was pin him. And you know yeah. when it's these things happen in class, Angel, the t- no students are helping. The poor guy is on no. his own. Yeah. And there's a second guy. There was two guys. Only one of them was getting pinned, though. There were two the, two students that were arrested. I, I'm glad that they finally came out and arrested the kids. They finally come in out, and they're going to – this this teacher should be held as a hero. He took it upon himself. A lot of – too many times faculty members turn a blind eye to what's going on in mm-hmm. the classroom. This guy – he he made he a ci- he basically punched. did he basically did a citizen's arrest. <laughs> he got punched in the face. When Never. you get punched in the face, you react. You have some adrenaline yes. rushing, and you want to, of course. Re- well, he could have punched back. He, he could have totally beat could've. the shit out of him. He's a wrestling coach, and you know what? Uh, this reminds me of a story. Do you remember Mr. Economides, Angel? Yeah, I remember my, him. My he art, was a cool guy. My art teacher, Mr. Economides. I don't know George Economides. One of the he's my mentor. Love the man. He was a burly Greek guy, 
He had eyebrows that wouldn't quit, though. Big bushy eyebrows. <laughs> Big hairy man. But he was also, he taught weightlifting. So he was the art teacher. He was a great artist. But he also took all the jocks into the weight room and he'd teach them deadlifts. But he was a real soft-spoken man. Very soft-spoken. He wouldn't even look you in the eye when you talked to you. Wouldn't look you in the eye. Very soft-spoken. He was really hairy, though. Very hairy man. It was kind of uncomfortable. And I remember him telling me one day, he says, Jose... Harry, man. Because I used to sit in the back of the class and hang out with the, the, the rockers. Did eyebrows cross? Because I, I, I was a... No, they didn't, but they were no. very bushy. <laughs> I was a very they prolific painter. I painted a lot, and I painted pretty well. And and, and he and But I'd sit in the back uh, of the class. You were good, but I wouldn't say you were terrific. I didn't say terrific. Did I say terrific? I painted very pretty well. Oh. And I said prolific, which means I painted a lot. I didn't say... Did I say that? Did I say I was terrific? I, I said it. Well. I painted pretty well. And I painted prolifically. Okay. Anyway, so I was in the back of class with the, with the rockers and just talk and stuff, you know, and while all the other students would struggle with their art, and and I I would eventually finish my art and do a, a pretty good job. Anyways, one day Mr. Economides comes up to me, and goes, Jose, Jose, you've been you've been breathing this green Baldwin Park air too long. <laughs> You remind me of Amadeus. Because <laughs> like, the movie Amadeus had just come out. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? I hadn't seen it yet. He goes, Amadeus was a genius, a great artist, but he was a clown. <laughs> he never took it serious. And then he walked away and I go, my art teacher just compared me to Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. And I kid you not, that day on, I stopped fucking around. I stopped, and I would actually sit and paint and then help other students. But to go back, that was a tangent, but to go back to what, just to explain to who Mr. E was, he was a really- And you went on to meet Shakira. He was a, he, he was a mild man. Man, if it wasn't man. for Mr. E, dude. But remember Steve- You met Shakira, dude. Remember Steve wow. Henry? Remember Steve Henry? White boy. Yeah, I remember cool, Steve Henry. Big, big white guy, long hair. He was a great painter, too, but he fucked around a lot. I know. And he used to get high in the he back room. He was a stoner. He used to go in the back room. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he did high in the back room with Phil Frias, or whatever Phil's name was. Phil, whatever, uh, Italian name, whatever his last name. Anyways, um, one day he was, Mr. he walked by, Mr. E, we used to call him, said something to him, and, and Steve talked back to him. And Mr. E had had it, because every single day Steve would talk shit. And he would ignore him because Mr. E was very soft-spoken. Because he was in the and, art class. He's, you're, you, like when you're a stoner and you're in art class, you're not supposed to do any class So work. you know Mr. E. <laughs> Mr. E always had a paintbrush. You're, you're just doodling. <laughs> Mr. E, Mr. E had a paintbrush in each ear. And it was after lunch, Aww. right? In you each ear and always pa- like pencils in, in, in between fingers. And he walked by and he had had it. The last time that Steve said something to him that the whole class laughed at, he turned around this burly Greek, hairy hairy man with muscles, (laughs) very soft-spoken, who would never look you in the eye, pulled all those things out of his ear and everything, threw it down on the freaking floor and looked at him. He goes, okay, then, you want it? Right now. Come here. Right now. Come and get it. And everybody got quiet. Everybody. No one breathed. And Steve was a big guy, taller than Mystery. And he stood up off his stool, and I'm thinking, holy shit. They're going to get into a fight. I wish I had my camera phone. And Mr. E. Oh, it was 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. E was standing there ready to brawl with Steve Henry, this big white boy with big long hair. And Steve looked at him, and he just looked at him, and Mr. E stared him down. First time I ever saw him look someone in the eye. Stared him down. for It seemed like forever nobody breathed. 
And then Steve sat down and said something stupid. And everyone knew that that was it. Mr. E just won this fight. I know what he said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait for YouTube. And that was this. it. <laughs> Mr. Wow. E walked, picked up all the stuff, and that was it. Steve never fucked with him again. As a matter of fact, Steve stopped coming to class. It's really sad how many students disrespect teachers. Yes. And don't they just fuck around and they think they can do whatever they want? Now, given I have met some teachers that are awful and should not be in the classroom, but that doesn't mean that you should just be disrespectful and, and do shit in the classroom that you think no one's gonna gonna do anything for you because the teachers technically are not supposed to respond in any sort of physical manner. But this teacher, six years old, he was dealing drugs in the classroom. I mean, que cabron do you think what's you wrong are? With, what's wrong That's, with restraining someone? What's wrong with restraining someone and say, hey, you know well, what? You're, you're not, not doing this in my classroom. You're not supposed to have any sort of physical restraint. Well, the guy was, besides, the guy was 18 years old. When you look at the video, I saw two of them right now on my phone, and they're from NBC, both of them, mm-hmm. and you never see the kid hit him. Cause, yeah, cause no, because that was after the fact. Right. That, the video people started actually shooting, shooting after, after he, he punched him. Because people react afterward. They didn't yeah. expect him to, sh- to hit him. Okay. You know, so, oh, my, oh. I just thought it was poor, oh, what is it? What irresponsible kids, editing by the what, news. What did kids say? What did kids say? <laughs> oh, snap. Where's my cell phone? <laughs> and that yeah. was it. Well, let me tell you, you know, you don't start shit with your teacher because it's a buzzkill, eh? I think he <laughs> did what a lot of teachers would have loved to have done about a hundred times with other students uh-huh. in the classroom. Either like Jose says, they turn a blind eye or they just literally cook inside themselves because they don't do anything for whatever reason that they have uh, for either uh, retaliation or angry feedback from families. They want to be cool. They just want to keep it cool. Um, but I think he did what a lot of uh, teachers have wanted to do a million times. I'm sure. Head. Mr. E was there. He was about to swing with that. Mr. E would probably lost his job. There were rumors that he did fight with a cholo in another school, Mr. E. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. But he was a cholo. Well, that's a good one, rumor. Yeah. Some of them that he met him in really, the park. Really, that he met him in the parking lot. He did. Oh, really? Did the cholo know? I, I or love mystery. Let me tell you, no, they met. But I love mystery. He was a it, great man. Great and, man. And uh, incidentally, that cholo is now in Afghanistan. <laughs> 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 and you could catch that story on our previous podcast <laughs> when Jackie uh, had uh, some audio from two uh, L.A. gangsters that are actually in Afghanistan. And you played it on uh, one of our previous music <laughs> yeah. during laundry, huh? We have the enemigas out there. The enemigas out there, huh? <laughs> We're coming you live from Afghanistan, is it? So uh, this case in Santa Monica, it, Santa Monica High School, is still being under investigation. The teacher still on administrative leave. The two students were already in custody, um, and Ad- it's still pending on what. Administrative will leave just means you have the the paid time off, eh? And that's what I would be. I like it Santa could, Monica. It could be paid or, or unpaid. It could be both. It could be yeah, like Jose said, either. It or, could be both, but you know, administrative means look. Administrative leave. Otherwise, it would be disciplinary leave or, or you know, distress well, leave. Well, that should happen. I mean, they do. They, administrative they, leave, it's more like, you know what, go home, chill, take a chill. They, sh- they do need to do that. Like when police are in a firefight and, and they they dis, they uh, discharge their weapon, they, they put them on an administrative leave while they they uh, they debrief and all that the, stuff. The teacher, let me tell you, the smart thing for the teacher to do right now mm-hmm. is go see a doctor mm-hmm. <clears throat> And uh, uh, and Im- immediately start uh, take some some time off on medical because you see the video, 
You, you see, it looks like he, he got hurt. He could easily get hurt by the wrestling they did. And he He's could retire. He's 60 years old. He could retire. He's 60 years old. He took takes out his back a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, if there is a case against him, they're not going to press any charges, even though you probably don't press any charges. You know what you don't hear? But that's what you do. You don't hear anything from the parents. And I, here's, here's what my dad would do. If it was us, if one of us had been gotten in a wrestling match with our teacher because we were selling drugs <laughs> on, on campus, my dad would hold a press conference. And he would go out <laughs> and he would say... Um, they had it coming. My sons do not. <laughs> and he would take out the Mexican belt. Aye. <laughs> Ow. He, he, would, he would. My dad would. You know, he would hold a press conference and literally sta us standing next to him. Yeah, and he would. And he would on camera. He would totally do it. It reminds me of one time. Now, he would have a press conference and he would say it. He would say it. My sons, if my son, if my son is guilty of of selling drugs in, in class, then he had it coming. And I'll be the first to spank him. Yes. It reminds me of the time my dad did hit me in front of the class. Remember, Angel, did I tell you that story? All I know, no, we got hit all the time in front of people. <laughs> eh? I got in trouble with the broom. My dad will come out of the house. With, first thing he grabs is the broom. Oh, that <laughs> leg. The next day, your mom hits you with it because it's broken from him hitting you with it. Ves, lo que hizo tu papá por tu culpa. I was, I was. Daddy, mom, it's already broken. I was clowning. I was clowning. Hijo de tu madre. I was, I was clowning in class, um, in, in math class. I got caught up with all these punks. That was, that was and just embarrassing, dude. And clowning around with the guys in, in class, and I got in trouble. So, okay, that's enough, dude. And so we should get my dad after that drug dealer, man. So, so here's here's it. Okay, stop. That's enough. Okay, <laughs> you're overdoing the joke. It's done. It's old. So there. Um, I had not overdoing. I had been in trouble. They they planned a teachers conference, and so um, my dad and the vice principal come to my classroom the day the next day. And they pull me out of class. Can you talk a little faster, Jose? Hey, just slow down, dude. Stop. Um, they, they pull me out of class, and they stand me. And as I'm standing outside the classroom, outside in the hallway with my dad, the teacher, and the vice principal, they're talking about the crap that I had pulled in class, trying to clown around. What, what's, my, was it middle school? It was. I was a freshman in high school. The, the, they were done talking. I, I was shamefully looking at my feet with my hands in my pocket. And they finally finished talking to my dad, who's smaller in stature than both my brother and I, mm -hmm. but still a big man. He says, because he's a man, he says, you know, in my house, if my sons do things like this, this is what I do. And he clocked me <laughs> upside the head with a fist. Oh, dude. I didn't hear it, feel it coming. It just clocked me. And my ears rung, tears coming down my face because I was so humiliated. Did your knees buckle, Jose? Because the, <laughs> everyone in the classroom was watching because the door was open. Everyone broke out laughing. Oh. The teacher chuckled. The vice principal chuckled. Oh, the, <clears throat> well, Mr. Hernandez, <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, we, we can't do that here, Mr. Hernandez. <clears throat> <laughs> he goes, I just want you to know that that's how I handle it. That's how I handle it. And my dad was right. And I don't fault him for that. I never felt my mom yelled at him because she found out that happened. I told one of my siblings and they told my mom. My mom was mad at my dad. I was never mad at my dad because I knew I had it coming. I knew what I did was wrong, and my dad was right. Had we done it at home, he would have clocked us. Remember when my mom met up that they, those two ladies that were they were they came over because we used to go box. Well, we didn't used to go box. There was a bully down the street, uh -huh. and he used to always pick on us. Rest in peace. And uh, yeah, rest in peace. 
Anyways. And, well, <laughs> so this guy came over because he wanted to fight us for no reason. Every summer during school, they were so, friends. But every summer, they wanted to be enemies. And, and they, so my dad made us like my dad and wait, his wait, dad. Wait, wait, first, first tell them what happened. They came over. They wanted to fight. So Angel and I were sat in the front yard. Angel says, okay. The guy walks up, wanted to fight. We didn't want that. But he walked up. So my brother threw the first punch because you got to throw the first punch. Clocked him between the eyes. Bloody nose. Bloody nose. He went home crying like a baby. He walked half the block to our house saying, I want to fight you. And just said, okay. I, I don't remember it happening like that, but okay. Anyways, <laughs> don't remember. Angel clocked them. We did every year. We were nose. little kids, though. We were little kids. Bloody, I wouldn't fight right Yeah, now. we were like sixth grade. Bloody nose, crying. And so my dad makes us go down there. And shake hands. And apologize. And my mom was livid. She was mad. She was really mad. She didn't want you guys to no, apologize? No, or? because her no. kid came over to fight with her. We <laughs> just and my there. dad's just very diplomatic. That's just the way he is. He's In his diplomacy, he had us go shake hands over there. And it was pretty cool, but it was pretty, like now retrospectively, I could see the coolness in it, but it was really sucky for a kid, you know, particularly because he was a little bully. But here's, here's the and, subtext. My brother and I were good kids. We didn't say, we no, were. dad, <laughs> no, he started it. We stayed quiet. My mom did. My mom yelled at him. No, I was just scared. I didn't but want we that followed. Clock. We always followed. Well, when my dad said, we went down the street, walked half down the block, and around the corner, right to the house. He's sitting there crying like a baby, and we apologized, even though we didn't. Need, the guy came to fight. What a bully! Anyway, enough of that. Well, let's move on, guys, to our next story. Are you a fan of selfies? I, yeah, I take selfies. I got do all you, kinds of them. Do you take a few? Selfies? Yeah. Well, the American Psychiatric Association has officially confirmed that what many people uh, call uh, selfies is considered a mental disorder. Huh? Yes. Mental disorder to do a selfie. They made this classification during their annual meeting that they have. It's called self... I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to say it in Spanish. Selfitis. (laughs) <laughs> Sulfitis? Oh, my there God. There you go, sulfitis. <laughs> it's defined as the obsessive compulsive desire to take photos of oneself and post them on social media as a way to make up for the lack of self-esteem and to fill a gap in intimacy. Now, this is the breakdown to the level of the, dis- of the disorder. So, borderline selfies, taking photos of oneself at least three times a day, but not posting them on social media. Acute selfies is taking photos <laughs> of oneself at least tri- three times a day and posting each one of the photos on social media. Uh-huh. And chronic selfies, uncontrollable urge to take photos of oneself around the clock and posting the photos on social media more than six times a day. <laughs> I can see that. According to the APA, while there is currently no cure for the disorder, temporary treatment is available through cognitive behavioral therapy. What's that? They tie you up in a room with no I social guess it's media? some sort of... Uh, I, therapy that you have to go through and the other good news <laughs> is that this therapy the cognitive behavior behavioral therapy it's covered under obamacare Nuh-uh. yeah it's covered in obamacare there you go jose and i'm paying for Treat it i have to pay for it selfitis yes and you know itis the uh, itis part that means like inflammatory like arthritis yeah uh-huh. you know so oh, really the inflammatory of the self that makes sense it makes sense and and uh i can see that 
You so, know, so uh, what do they do at the twelve step program? Do they do it? Uh, do they do it over uh, Pandora or what's that called? What do they call people that have those? They do it over webcam, is what they do. <laughs> they do a selfie and they and they and they and they do a selfie. They post it and then the t- and the text they write, "Hi, my name is Angel and I have selfitis." <laughs> Did you do you with this? Would you guys be interested in knowing where's the selfie capital of the world? Okay, guess. You want to guess, Jose? Yeah. What's your guess? Selfie capital of the world, I'm going to guess, is, okay, is it, can you say what continent? No, that would be a good guess. Oh, in the world. In the world. Not the, not the Japan. country. Japan. Yeah, I was going to say one of those Asian countries. Too. No. Too. No? Nope. Another oh. guess? Okay. Another guess. <laughs> Another guess. <laughs> Shakira. Shakira. Okay. Shakira. <laughs> I will say it is in the Asian realm. Okay. But uh, not Japan. The Philippines. <laughs> the Philippines. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Ding, 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 guys. <laughs> Makati City in the Philippines. Jose, give me five back. <laughs> was just recently named the selfie capital of the world. All those fucking if Filipinos. It, if it was Malaysia, we'd have found the plane already. <laughs> it would have been posted all over Facebook. You know, um, I, I, listen, let me defend myself because I put selfies on. Uh-huh. But... But I do, when I decided to go on social media, I did it out of a uh, self-promotion, professionally <laughs> speaking, not selfie promotion. Inflammatory of the self. No, because as a freelancer. Information. You want some ibuprofen, Jose? <laughs> as a freelancer. So you notice, I do post selfs of myself, but it's usually because I'm trying to promote, hey, look, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And it, it did me good with, for Twitter, for, for work-wise. I don't mm-hmm. see the, what were the three symptoms? It's, no, the two. There's this. borderline. Which means that you take uh, selfies three times a day, but you don't post them anywhere. <laughs> then there's acute, where you take at least three selfies a day, and you do post each one of them on Facebook. And then there's the chronic, which you take a bunch of photos every all day long, posting them on social media. Could be up to more than six times a day. Which uh, I know somebody that I swear posts a selfie every single day. Yeah. And it's always uh, the same fucking pose, yeah. same in the car, with the uh, seatbelt over, and it, it's it has. Before I read this story, it made me concerned. Like, yeah, there are. Why people, do there? you take so many photos of yourself in the exact same spot? I swear to God, like if you open up that album of upload, uh, mobile uploads, it's like beam, the beam, same beam, one, beam, just different outfits, same different outfits, <laughs> different and, color makeup. <laughs> yeah, and I did think like. This is strange. Why do you do this? Self-esteem. Is, is, is it so those two reasons? Self-esteem the, and what was the other one? And a gap of uh, a fill to fill a gap in intimacy. Where, gap. where does where does the selfie of the shoulder in the shower fall? Oh God! <laughs> you know that was <laughs> so long ago. I'm really not a selfie person. I literally post a selfie. Trust twice me, when a year. I was when I was single and I was posting. When I was posting selfies of myself mm-hmm. on the social network, I was definitely trying to fill a gap, baby. I, I <laughs> I'm not a huge selfie person. I like seeing selfies unless it's like every single fucking day. So look, if I put a safe selfie, I'm just trying to fill a gap, eh? <laughs> you know, I post Choo! selfies. I don't do them every day, but when I'm covering something What's that's wrong with that's crazy, and, and I think I do you, that. I think when you're at a at a monument, when you're in a specific event, right. when you're with friends, I think it's cool. But when it, you're by yourself, yes, I see those all the time. And it's Ugh. just you. It's just your Ugh. 
pinche cara in the photo. I like the monument. And it makes you wonder how many pictures do they take before they posted that one. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's the borderline one that takes three selfies but doesn't post them anywhere. I Just see what you're saying. No, you're right because you're, you're definitely right. I do a lot of myself. I do a lot of selfies, but it's usually a monument or yeah, if a it's, location. If it's, exactly. If it's a location event with a person at a particular big shebang, then I can totally be cool with that. But if it's just your face and it, it's all the time and the seat seat belt please be concerned <laughs> that you may be suffering of uh what no, I, a, i've a, thought of that chronic or acute I, it, it you know that's the breakdown right there that you need I, to I figure out i see that often and i do see you those might. selfies and i wonder and i do think of wow these people have issues a lot of them that i see though are the youngsters you know uh, the teenagers and the college kids who are still suffering with self-esteem with problems. self-esteem this issues one and, what have you. and this in particular for me this one is not a youngin no? Like she's, she's. I mean, she's not old, obviously. Let me go through Jackie's Facebook wall to see what she's talking about. <laughs> but she's not a youngin, and she's. I don't know. I don't understand it. But I, I have literally had red flags about she's, her constant selfies. So she's hopeless. I don't know. Does she have? Does she dating someone? I. I think she was. Let's what play 20 she, questions. What a, what okay, a, is she Hispanic? Yes. Is hey. she overweight? No. Or just curvy sexy? No, she's not even like curvy curvy. She all, she only takes pictures of her face. Oh, look at that. I'm looking for a selfie. Look, Angel, Jackie. Angel, I'm looking for a selfie, and I you, kid you not. Of all the posts, I went through several posts. The first selfie I find, Jackie. No. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear. No, I'm so not a selfie taker. I, see I swear. Here's the caption. Doing it with style tonight. Feeling crazy. I'm going to share it. Oh, my it. God. That was like forever ago. I'm going to share it. Uh-huh. That was like over a month ago, I swear. And that forever. was like literally. I I okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you check this out on our Facebook wall, where did you qualify her? Under chronic? No. Under what, Angel? Uh, borderline is the first. Borderline is when you don't even post it to Facebook. So apparently uh, I'm the second level acute, right off the acute bat. Acute or <laughs> chronic. I, I'd say she's acute for sure. <laughs> chronic means too many. And I don't think you do too many, Jackie. And Billy, do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, Billy. <laughs> Say something. She Defend does, me. <laughs> she doesn't do enough, does she? <laughs> Defend me, it's Billy. Funny. I scroll through it. It's because the way it's laid out, they do highlights, I guess, on Facebook. And that's one of the highlights on there. Hey, what a great photograph Those, you put there. Are the meadows. In, where is this? This cover photo. Looks like I the Midwest. I have seen you in glasses. Oh, it was up north. It was uh, up north in uh, Central California. Oh, no, okay. Central California. Nice. You look quite different with glasses, Jackie. I know. That's how I met her. She was wearing glasses. Transformation. When we first met, she was wearing glasses. I can see it. I can see the I glasses. I still wear them. Yeah? But I wear them so much at work that I like to wear my contacts. So we we had go. somebody chime in the Facebook saying, Si, esa Jackie esta pinche loca. <laughs> that was Jaime Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, <laughs> What's up, Jaime? <laughs> Jaime knows that I'm not a acute sulfitis person. But you are acute. Well, you're very acute. You know. We all agree that you're acute. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Jaime. <laughs> okay, you guys. Let's move on to the next story. Now, this one. Oh, Lord. Texas people. Police in East Texas have arrested a woman after she called them to complain about the quality of the marijuana she purchased from a dealer. (laughs) 
Yes, uh, Lufkin police uh, said that an officer went to the home of the 37-year-old Evelyn Hamilton to hear her complaint that the dealer refused to return her money after she objected that the drug was substandard. The lieutenant said that she uh, pulled a small amount of a marijuana from her bra when the officer asked <laughs> if she still had it. What do you say like that? Bra? Was it a well, big because, bra? No, because I mean, <laughs> out of all places <laughs> to pull it out from, she pulled it out from her boobies. And uh, the officer asked if she still had it, pulled it out from her, you know, shizness. Bra. And <laughs> she was arrested on charge of possession of drug paraphernalia. Oh, so it's not was like she, legal was she, there? She was arrested. Was, for, it's not, was she high? Well, no, because apparently it sucked. <laughs> she spent $40 on what she called, quote, seeds and residue. And she says that she called the police because she got no satisfaction from the dealer. And Was she didn't a- get a refund. Oh, so it's not gosh. legal over there. It's not legal. No. It's Texas. It's Texas. I didn't know. I no. thought it was probably a... A- Angel, like over here, you could go to get a, you know medical marijuana. A- Angel, it's illegal to break the law in Texas. Oh they don't gosh. they don't fuck around there. Why? Why would you call the police to complain that your weed sucks and that you didn't get a refund? So the police shows up and says you still got it. She's like, yeah, it's right here. <laughs> Arrested time. Look, J- Joe Joe Apon she just was- Joe Apon just ch- chimed in saying, "Give a shout out to the Yukon Huskies." men's and women's basketball teams for sweeping both national titles this year. Uh, you know what I have to say about this, Mr. Apon? Thanks for chiming in who's, and listening. Who's the UConn Huskies? It's a, it's, a, it's a college basketball team. But this is what I got to say. What's while, up, Joe? While, What's up? What's up? While being interviewed, one of the players of the UConn Huskies was crying about, you know, the coaches make millions of dollars and I sometimes don't eat. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. <laughs> hey, but at least you don't have to do homework, eh? Shit. <laughs> because lately, because recently, the National Labor Board or whatever called said that the the college players can organize and start a union. And I think it's bullcrap because here's the deal: the unions are now infiltrating our youth. College kids, <laughs> college kids are getting paid for playing ball. They're getting a two hundred fifty thousand dollar, three hundred thousand dollar education. Something that'll listen. Pay them now if you want, but all you're doing them is feeding them. What the colleges are doing them is teaching them how to fish. Okay, so that's what I got to say about that. So, hey, Joe, thanks for listening. I know you're a good <laughs> friend of ours, but since you brought that up, I'm not giving them a shout out. <laughs> hey, love you, Joe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Joe. Thanks I said he's going to stop listening. But hey, I, I appreciate that story. I didn't know that, eh? Yeah. I think it's because I personally, in my book, I think, you know, basketball is pretty exciting. I like it kind of, you know, but indeed, you know, they, they're getting these young, these young people and they're grooming them to be yeah. part of that, that machine of, of uh, of distracting the masses, I, I you, and you, they start them at, at you, you are they, they oh. start them at, at the at, no hold on hold on they start them in college where you know you think that yo there's they they make movies of like like baseball movies of heroes and stuff and you know Dude, you're so off on a tangent but, no but, but, true. I, but they I partially they, they but gra- I partially they agree with such, you such grandiosity on the whole thing because it's such a big part of our culture that is dumbing down our culture. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. These these college kids are getting an education. What's up? And Joe? all they got to do <laughs> this is their job is play ball. Okay, yeah, it could be grueling. I know my daughter's not in a sing uh, in a Division One football team, but she plays softball, and it is a tough thing, even you know, at her level to to do her 
schoolwork, get her education, play and practice as much as she does, travel and all that stuff. Even eating could be a challenge. But here's the deal. They're getting – it's their job and they're getting an education. And the fact that the unions have come in and said, look, hey, those coaches are driving Mercedes, blah, 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 blah. Look – Get get real, folks. That's just a job structure. Your boss is going to drive in with a Mercedes, and you're still going to get paid minimum wage for flipping a hamburger. Just because you work hard doesn't mean you're going to get paid as much as your boss. You're getting an education. The unions are screwing up our youth. They're starting, and I'm going to what you say, Angel. They're starting them young, teaching them what? Entitlement. That they feel entitled to make as much money as the coaches, teaching them that they're really that, they're really just that, that, that there's inequality because if rich people are rich, then I deserve to be rich, even though I'm only a college kid. They just want a piece of the pie. That's all. Then they they get their education. I, no. They get their education. No, I, what on. I'm saying is that the unions are. Oh yeah, they yeah. want a piece of the pie. Yeah. You know why? Because unions are antiquated and they're losing their power. And they figure, let's start and get them young. That's what they're doing. I don't know. I won't go so far as to say that. Absolutely. All right. Move on to the next one. Thanks for listening, Joe. Hey, Joe. Thanks for <laughs> listening. Missed you over at the uh, at the rock show last time, man. All right. On to the next one. Okay, guys. Now we're moving on to a sad story. He's going to be mad at me. <laughs> oh, sorry, Joe. Sad story? <laughs> sad story. You guys know those little uh, those little moquillo cars? The smart cars. Smart cars? <laughs> moquillo cars. Moquillo cars. <laughs> you see them on the road? Well, there's been They're multiple cute. cars that have been flipped over in an apparent vandalism spree in multiple in two San Francisco neighborhoods. <laughs> Police say they don't know if the attacks are a prank. What did I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know if it's a prank or there's been uh, or it could be in a response to some tension to people in San Francisco because apparently they're complaining that because of the tech companies the rent, the rent is going really high. So they don't know if it's either or. Uh, the first car was apparently found flipped on its roof. Oh. And a second one was spotted on its side a couple blocks away um, about 10 minutes later after the first report. And then the third one was discovered on its trunk. <laughs> Poor so little point, cars. So pointing up. <laughs> it was ready to take off. It was a little rocket. <laughs> little they had shattered windows and some body damage, and they're looking for multiple suspects wearing black hooded sweatshirts who were in the area at the time of the distraction. A Isn't couple of guys. So they sad. saw a couple of guys giggling. Must have been them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I tell you, I drove those cars. Um, they're really cool little cars, but very un. Um, I would never want to get in the car like very, that. Very, very uncomfortable. And um, you rode in one of them. Yeah, I drove one. You drove one. Yeah. Who's did you drive? Andy Allos. Really? <gasps> I was gonna. Ask. You were driving around with Andy Allo. Well, when? that's when I first met you her. You were we driving were, we were her buds. car. We were friends. You were. Friends? And now she. And now she. And now she's now with Prince, and what? she's not your friend. <laughs> she's ever since she met Prince. She left like, you hanging high and dry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Jose. I wouldn't leave you for Prince. <laughs> hey, you know Andy Allo? By the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Andy Allo is a performer, uh, singer-songwriter, and uh, currently uh, by herself, but she was previously with uh, with Prince and the New Power Generation. Uh, you know, uh, go to Wells Fargo, and she's all over their ads, eh? I know, I've seen them. They got the posters inside Wells Fargo, and she's in there. Nice. With their big afro. And really cute afro. So um, uh, anyway, um, the, the interesting thing about the car. You, the, the, do you think that Prince put his face in that afro? Uh, dude. 
Don't remind him, okay? Because that's what Jose used to do. <laughs> no, I didn't. She and I were not that way. We were friends. <laughs> right. No, really. <laughs> no, no, really. We What's that song you couldn't help to, though. You couldn't help do it because her eye feels so big. What's that song called? Lovers and Friends? Friends and Lovers. Friends and Lovers. You remember that song? That's mm-hmm. before your time. That's before your time. I remember it. You must have been in diapers back then. Probably. Wow, mm-hmm. you are a little cotinita, que bonita. <laughs> so these little, <laughs> these little moquillo cars, I feel so bad for them. They're being flipped over like cow tipping. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's so sad. While they're asleep. <laughs> yeah, now it's not in the, you know, rural area. It's in the urban area that they're being tipped over. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the panels are all plastic. So you can change the color of your car. You could just pull the side rocker panel out. Really? Isn't that scary? What if you're in a yeah. car accident? Like you automatically die you, if you're in a car accident. Apparently they're very safe because the roll roll cage, <laughs> <laughs> the cage is very solid, but it's still very small. Yeah. And it, and the and the he body is plastic. The body is plastic. You, that you could, rockets yeah. into the freeway if you get rear-ended. That would fun. And bounce. You know what? I've never, I've never seen one of those cars in an accident. I never have either, but they're just coming out, and that's all I picture when I see them. It's just going to be like a little rocket, like, Pew! You know, Andy like, Allo got a new... Another one? Another one. She got a new one all pimped out. Really? I guess because now she's making money because she likes that car. I, I get the heebie <laughs> No, in her, in her language, it's not pimped out. It's all princed out. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to get her back. She's got that Superconductor album. Yeah, that came out like a year and a half ago, dude. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm way behind. <laughs> so poor little smart cars. So if you're in San Francisco and you have a smart car, <laughs> maybe you should put like a little rock on top of it or something <laughs> so it won't get tipped over. Jackie's big purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put my 50-pound purse on top of it because otherwise it might get knocked over. <laughs> Watch out, San Francisco residents. Keep your moquillo car in the garage, okay? <laughs> that's all that I have for tonight, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, Jackie with the news and dirty laundry. Thanks, baby. Thanks, Thanks for babe. bringing it. We'll yeah, be back okay. with the Chill Lounge.
Boca, host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen. Appreciable? I mean, if I just met you, would it be regrettable? Are you confrontational? Or would you say you're quite engageable and somewhat relatable? Are you laggable day after day? Or are you trustable and dependable in every way? Are you impressionable and judgmental? Or are you non-negotiable yet still reachable? Are you fightable? Or are you huggable? Or are you spiteful? Or are you forgivable? Are you hateful? Or are you lovable? Are you appreciatable? Chill. One love. Another edition of Angels Chill Out. That brings us to the end of this week's Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Just in time when Billy Scott fixed his internet issues and we are done, Holmes. You're just going to have to catch us next week. Because Tuesdays is Twinsdays. We're on Tuesdays still, right? (laughs) Tuesdays, yes. One more week of us on Tuesdays, and then we go to Wednesdays throughout the rest of the season. But not yet. But not yet. We're still Tuesdays. Next week, catch us Tuesday night. Hey, Billy Scott, you're just going to have to catch this uh, podcast later. Come on down, eh? Come to our show and uh, (laughs) hang out. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll check you guys out next time. Good night. Shoo!